0: Hey, 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 hey. It is episode 16 of Lisa Page Made Me Do It, and I was just sitting here thinking that uh, my husband and I are really, really overdue for a date, and we usually do date nights every week, and we have been very, very good about getting them on the schedule, following through, and going out. I mean, this is sort of been this way from the get-go before we had Zach. I I talked about this in an earlier podcast that we kind of like laid out what we wanted to do our plan for what was going to happen once Zach got here. Would we still like want to see each other? Yes, of course. So we've been very intentional for the past eight years to get out uh, every week. We try to get out every week, but this has just been so crazy. It's been the craziest season Zach plays, or he did play in this like one weekend all-star baseball team tournament this past weekend. So we had no time. We could not even find five minutes to go to our town's annual Oktoberfest, which we go to every year. And it's so fun, even though it's hot as balls, it's still so fun. And I am a girl that likes traditions. So every year when these things pop up, we, we try and go. Well, we did not have five seconds free. And it was just one of those weekends where it was literally go, 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 go. go. I didn't feel like we had a weekend. The good news is I wasn't anxious, which is crazy because normally I would be anxious. And speaking of my anxiety and panicking all the time, worrying all the time and getting off of schedule, I have not updated you. I guess if you follow me on Instagram, then you probably maybe are updated a little bit, but I haven't Fully addressed this, or my follow up appointment with my doctor about anxiety uh, until just now, folks. Yes, you are lucky. I don't really even know where this podcast is going. I'm just riffing. I went to my doctor uh, probably four weeks ago. Yeah, by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be about four weeks. But I went to my doctor, the same doctor who is basically like a godsend to me because of how she's helped me and aided me with getting back to my pre-pregnancy weight without having lost muscle mass, and I, like, love her, love her. And I talked to Dr. Lopez, and I kind of explained to her what I was feeling and what i have been going through, and I'm anxious about this trip that we're going on and the uneasiness of what I feel every few days. And so she said, that's so funny that you bring this up because I went back and reread your levels and your adrenals are low, they're low. And so she explained to me a bunch of stuff that I half understood, but the long of the short of it is my adrenal levels are low. And, uh, this is partially why I'm like in panic mode all the time. So she put me on a couple of things. I take adrenals, four capsules a day and DHEA. So that's a supplement. And I take that once a day. She did prescribe me Xanax. I haven't taken it yet because I haven't needed to. Although Stu says I really should at least pop one pill before we go to Disney because he's like, I really just don't think you should take Xanax for the first time when we are going to Disneyland. Like you need to try it first. So uh, I'm just waiting for a moment or a time where I'm feeling like anxiety is creeping in and that's when I'm gonna pop a pill. She gave me the lowest dosage. She gave me 10 pills. I told her I I, I don't want to depend on these. I don't wanna take one every day. I only really need one. For emergencies. And so Dr. Lopez said, Okay, I got you, girl. I'm gonna give you 10. No shame if you go through the 10 and you wanna come back for a refill. You don't need to work. Just come back to me. So I haven't tried Xanax. From what I hear, it works. It works really great. I asked Dr. Lopez honestly how it's gonna make me feel. She said, It's gonna make you feel like you had two glasses of wine. So, I'm uh, gonna kind of wait it out and see when I'm feeling, you know, a panic of some sort come on and I'm gonna pop a pill, like a drug addict. I'm gonna pop a pill. (laughs) Just kidding. So that's the update. But we are leaving for Disneyland on the 30th. And I think what is going to take the edge off for me is, and this is gonna sound insane, but if you are a nervous, anxious person, you will understand. Once I book my Orange Theory classes in Orange, California, and I know that I'm in, I think I will be a little bit more relaxed because right now, while going to Disneyland and doing all the rides and having fun with my friend and her husband and her kids... But yes, working out is on my priority list, and I will not have fun if I don't work out. You can judge. Or you can be cool and leave the judge into Jesus. I'd prefer that. Once I book my classes, which I'll do this week, I will feel so much better about this whole trip. My plan is to go to OTF in the afternoon after we do Disneyland in the morning because we have the Hopper Pass, and since we're staying on the premises— we get early access into the park before the rest of the public does. I'm just trying to figure out how to actually get there because we're renting a car. So am I insane to even attempt driving there? You know, California traffic. The studio is like six miles away, but will it take me four hours or do I just take an Uber? So many questions. If you live out in uh, that part of California, Anaheim or Orange, let me know what my options are. Please and thank you. But getting back to date nights, With your man, and I kind of feel like we need to talk about this on this week's episode of Love What Matters, which by the way, we're still looking for a title. We have nothing. I need to call this series on Love What Matters something. It's so awkward to open these videos and and just be like, hi, I am not clever enough to come up with a segment title, but if you come up with something and we end up using it, I'm going to send you a really nice gift pack. If anything's jumping out at you, email me, Lisa at lisapagemaymedoit.com, or, you know, you can reach out via the socials. I was thinking about originally doing a giveaway on Instagram, but I'd much rather give it to somebody that can help me out in this desperate time of need. But getting back to date nights with your husband, I mean, I think it's just as important as taking time away from your children and getting away from that mom guilt. And I appreciate those of you who have emailed me and sent me messages and commented on my past podcast about mom guilt. We talked about it on Love What Matters. And I'm glad that this is a space where you feel comfortable enough to share your experiences. And I also, of course, love hearing your input. So please continue to be interactive on these platforms regarding these topics. My friend Tyranny had the best idea ever and she thinks that stores should give us moms, regular moms who just want to sit for 10 minutes alone with no one talking to them eat lunch in peace in your car. Like we should have designated parking spots. And I loved that idea. Like somehow can we please make this happen? Can we start a petition? Like what do we need to do? We have veterans parking. We have expectant moms parking. We have obviously handicapped parking. There's no reason why a couple stores here and there, i.e. Target, i.e. Starbucks, can't throw up a sign that says mommy quiet time parking spot or parking spot reserved for moms who wanna sit in peace. I think it's fantastic. So shout out to Tierney. All right, getting back to date nights for the third time. Stu and I decided before we had Zach, date nights were definitely going to happen. And we have been super consistent for the last eight years. I don't want to brag, but we're killing it. Sure, there have been weekends where we did have something planned, but something may have come up or we had previous obligations of some sort and we ended up not going out. But overall, we're crushing it. We have an impeccable record of keeping our date nights regular. I highly recommend it. Call your mom, call your sister, mother-in-law, whoever, and... Ask them if they can help you out. I'm sure they would. And if you don't live by family, we really don't. I mean, we have nobody that I can call. My brother's certainly not coming over to watch my kids. Then it's time you step it up and find a babysitter. They even have babysitting services. Nannies on the go is the first place I can think of because it's the first place I passed when we moved to Dallas almost eight years ago. But my best advice if you are sort of in a pickle, you don't know where to start, you're a new mom, you don't live by family, who the hell are you gonna call? If you go to a church and you have a children's ministry at your church, for sure, look into some of the girls that are working in the classes. That's how I found our first two sitters, and they worked out so great, Monica and Natalie. I used both of them for a good couple of years. Yeah, they rotated weekends, and it was perfect because they were, you know, finishing up college and sort of on the lookout for other jobs, but their boyfriends at the time were living out of state or still finishing up college. So they didn't go to see their boyfriends all that frequently, which was amazing because that was war date nights for us because they were always looking for money and willing to babysit on a Friday or Saturday night. So it was like, honestly, the best situation that was of course, until they both left me to go get married. So that sucked. Here in Texas, the girls get married at like 20. But like I said, they were so consistent. They were so responsible. They were God-loving girls. And we kept them for a good couple years. But if you don't go to church and you're going to go down like the care.com route or Sitter City, one thing I found was so helpful is when you are looking for a babysitter, you want to put the ad out. Take the initiative and write up what you're looking for, the qualities in the babies that you're looking for. Since my kids were little at the time, I did not feel comfortable leave, leaving them with a 16-year-old or even an 18-year-old for that matter. With the exception of Monica and Natalie, I wasn't looking for any youngins, you know what I'm saying? I was very specific with the criteria that I was looking for... Uh, When it came to hiring someone new to watch my kids and I also wanted somebody that was going to be available like if you know that on Saturday nights you are free like you're maybe an older woman who is not actively dating or you're widowed or you're divorced and there's not really a chance of you having these little pop-up dates. You are the perfect babysitter for me. But really you know, cater to your needs and don't be afraid to write down what you want. Be clear about your hourly rate. I know when I put down what we were paying, I put the number and then said firm. Just letting potential babysitters know you're not coming to my house and we're not negotiating. This is my final answer. With that being said, I will tell you, you're going to find it very hard to get somebody, especially with the criteria you want and the experience that you want and somebody a little bit older, they're not coming for $10 an hour and you'll be lucky to find somebody to come for $15 an hour. So you've, Got to be willing to pay. Now, this means you can't go out every single week. I understand. Not everybody can afford a babysitter every single week. What I'm saying is you need to carve out time for you and your husband, whether it's weekly, monthly, but please, please, please don't be one of those couples that has no idea what the hell a date is, what it feels like to be away from your house and your kids. You've got to make the time. Another idea, another option for you, and these are way cheaper than even getting a babysitter, is a parents' night out situation. This is another great alternative to grabbing some alone time with your boo, not having to pay a ton. The only downside is that you have to put them to bed. And sometimes that is not fun. The whole appeal of having a babysitter come to your house is that they have the fun task of the bedtime routine, not you. That's why we pay them the big bucks. Parents night out is another really good option. You can get together with your friends, plan it so all the kids can go together. It'll be great. Maybe you're in a season of life right now where you really have no time. You don't have the time to do it. This weekend, Stu and I saw each other three times, literally, like in and out of the door. Hi, bye, where are you going? Okay, yep, text you later. We did not go out. We could not go out this weekend. We did not go out the weekend before. We're not going to be able to go out next weekend because Zach's flag football games on Saturday nights tie us up. And like I said earlier this week on Instagram on Friday nights, I'm exhausted, not to mention the last three Friday nights, the kids have had birthday parties that go till nine o'clock. So yeah, as far as weekly dates go, it ain't happening over here. It hasn't been happening for the last month because our schedules are so insane. But I can't wait until that first weekend in November where soon I get to go out because that's honestly the most realistic date for us right now because every weekend between now and then is packed. But knowing that I have my babysitter booked and we are going out, I've made reservations at a really nice restaurant in Dallas and who knows what else, Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. It gives you something to look forward to. So if you take anything away from today's in-your-face podcast about improving your marriage, I would definitely hands down say the first thing you should do after listening to this is call a babysitter and book her for a date night. I will take the blame for this one. Lisa Page made me do it. Lisa Page made me get a babysitter so I can go out to a nice dinner alone with my man. Two things before I wrap this marvelous episode up. One, if you can rate and review it, I would love it and totally appreciate the quick little comment you can leave. If you have nothing nice to say, then I would discourage you from reviewing. Lisa Page made me do it, just uh, give a five star. That would be fantastic. Also, we have to do my song of the week. I started playing this on my radio show two weeks ago, and I love it, love it, love it. This is new for Maroon 5. Oh, gosh, so good. It's the perfect driving song. He just dropped it. It's called Memories. Turn it up. Listen. Here's to the ones that we got. Cheers to the
1: wish you were here, but you're not. Cause the drinks bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. To the ones in it Toast to the ones that we lost on the way Cause the drinks bring back all the memories And the memories bring back, memories bring back your There's a time that I remember When I did not know no pain When I believed in forever and everything would stay the same Now my heart feels like December When somebody say your oh, day, Cause I can't reach out to call you isn't this song's so good.
0: No, I didn't go anywhere. I'm still here. <laughs> this song is like so touching and so simple, but it's just, oh, I love it so much. Ruin 5 and Memories, linked in my show notes too. Those to the
1: ones that we lost on the way, cause a dream. All the memories and the memories bring back memories. back
0: Think about all the memories you're gonna make on date nights. Fantastic, right? <laughs> all right, have a great week. I'll talk to you tonight on the radio. Pop Crush Nights. Thank you so much for listening.